Five on five in five. It is Thursday, November 30th, the final day of November as we head into the final month of 2023. That probably hit a lot of people at once. Just like, what is happening? It's crazy. And every time this year, I think that, and then it still happens every single year. You'd think I'd, but truly from like Halloween on, it's just like, boom. From 2019 on to now. That as well. Time is a flat circle, thanks to the pandemic. Um, yeah, kind of crazy stuff. And thankfully, we're heading into December with slightly warmer temperatures. Um, we're above freezing already, yes, which is It's warmer huge. than the colder we had, but it's still cold. <laughs> it's still cold, yeah. <laughs> when, when freezing feels warm, we got issues. But that issue is just winter. So 33 degrees right now, if you are joining us right away, it's going to warm up to like the mid fifties today. So that'll be really nice. Uh, Brandy calling Thursday today, her pick day of the week. Enjoy it. Get outside. Um, I plan on walking to pick up the small humans from daycare today, just because we don't get many opportunities as we get through December. Rain does move in tomorrow. So that's why Friday is off the table. Temperatures will be similar again, mid fifties, but we will have rain moving in. Be mindful for your morning commute. Uh, be mindful of any plans tomorrow, and then we'll talk about the forecast for the weekend when we join you tomorrow morning. Yes, a fantastic day to get Christmas lights up. I will be doing that, yes. finishing off the ones that are already up. Good call. Because I'm not going to do it in the rain. I'm not doing it when it's two degrees outside. It's now or never. That's exactly right. Okay, let's get to our headlines for your Thursday. A lot going on, starting off with pediatric pneumonia, what we all love to chat about, us being parents, something we are keeping our eyes on. Yes, you were sitting next to me yesterday when I got the dreaded text from daycare. Hey, you got to come get them. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, it just seems like we have a, a temperature, some sniffles, nothing too crazy. But Warning County is warning that they are seeing an increase in pneumonia cases in children. So definitely things to be on the watch for. The Warren County Health District says they've seen 145 cases since August, and that is a number higher than average and qualifies as an outbreak. Specifically, they're looking at children between 3 and 14 years old. So um, that is the interesting thing, too, is looking at the age ranges. Three children have had to be hospitalized because of this. Symptoms are common. So again, things to be on the lookout for. Cough, fever, fatigued. Uh, But if parents are concerned, head to the doctor. They will be the ones that are able to help you out the most. Health officials say they're working also with local schools and hospitals. Try to get a sense of where the outbreak is coming from. Maybe determine if there's more happening in one district than the other. That could be kind of the source of it, but we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. Uh, Up next, our second story. We actually got to hear directly from a survivor from the Nova Festival. If you remember back in early October, that was the festival that kind of kicked off the attack from Hamas against Israel. They ran in with guns and rockets and people just trying to enjoy some music were running for their lives and uh, dozens and dozens of people ended up killed. Well, one of the survivors came to Cincinnati and spoke to a bunch of University Cincinnati students, Rome El Hai. He was at that concert near the Gaza border with two friends and then everything changed for the rest of his life. They were having a good time, 6.30 in the morning. He saw the rockets, didn't think anything of it. Next thing you know, he started to hear gunshots. They were running to their car. They got stuck in traffic. They saw people who were shot. Just an overall terrifying situation, but to hear from him directly about his experience that happened really, what, seven weeks ago? And he's still, I imagine, still processing everything that's going on because the war is still going on. There's still hostages. Another extension to the truce. Good news there, but... All of this still a long way from being over. I think what really struck me, too, is him saying he saw the rockets and didn't think much of it. That just also puts you into the frame of mind of where a lot of these folks 
process normally, you know, oh yeah, that's happening, but it's not happening in my immediate area. But uh, obviously that shifted really quickly. Crazy perspective. He shared video. Uh, He talked about trying to call his parents or his parents trying to call him, his family trying to call him. And he just kind of went, yeah, I'm fine. Because, you know, at that moment, it was just the easier way to handle the situation as to not worry them any more than they already were. So uh, good on him to uh, kind of share his lived experience right now, and uh, hopefully he can get better, and hopefully this work comes to an end soon. Uh, Back here locally as well, we are going to a courtroom with this couple, the Springfield Township couple convicted of murdering their adopted son. They are going to be sentenced today. We will see how long, but if you remember this case, John and Kate Snyder, uh, years ago, their eight-year-old adopted son, I believe it was from China, Uh, ended up passing away and dying. They say he had health issues, but uh, testimony and the jury did not see it that way. So uh, prosecutors say Kate slammed the boy to the ground. The husband, John, was accused of not helping afterwards. We will be on top of that today. and We'll let you know what the sentence will be after the fact. Our next story, we are a week away from recreational marijuana being legal in Ohio, but there are still major hurdles between now and then. Yes. On paper, it will be legal. Uh, There is a lot to go here. Um, Issue two, we're talking about specifically, it was voted on in November. Adults 21 and over will be able to buy up to two and a half ounces of marijuana as well as grow plants at home. I just kept kept giggling this morning thinking about growing. I can't keep anything alive. Like I have absolutely <laughs> zero. I also live in Kentucky. I have zero intentions of growing anything. But I just was laughing at how many people are going to go, oh, I'm going to grow it. And then, you know, are going to realize that that takes a little extra yes, it's, attention. It's, it's not just seeds in the ground. Right. It's a little extra. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That just This morning I kept laughing about that. Um, weed sales at licensed dispensaries would be taxed at 10%, generating millions of dollars for things like addiction treatment, social equity, and jobs programs, and for local municipalities. But here's the thing. You are very likely not going to be able to pick up marijuana at your local dispensary starting next week, even though that is the date. Industry experts we've spoken to say it could be until summer, even early fall, before recreational marijuana is available to the public. All of those bills have to clear, all of the legal hoops that they have to jump through. Now, the dispensaries are ready for this stuff. They've been preparing. They know how to be ready. But they are going to make sure that all of the legal ease is in place because they need to cover their own base. Absolutely, because... Medical is legal in Ohio, so we have dispensaries around there. Um, But part of it, some of the laws that are going in is like there might be some municipalities who don't have a medical facility and they don't want a medical or recreational facility. So what will be the rules for allowing those or uh, townships or trustees or boards, you know, not allowing them to come into their town? Just a lot of little things that need to happen before it's, hey, go get it. But we'll be on top of that. Todd Dykes has been following it. Many of us have been following it. And once we do get some kind of resolution, we'll bring it to you. Our final story of the day, we're all looking forward to Saturday night, FCC taking on the Columbus crew in the Eastern Conference Finals, but they're going to have to do so without defender Matt Miazga. Not a surprise he will be out, but the suspension did finally come down. Show the evidence. We all want to see the tapes. That is for sure. Show us the tape. Um, it is interesting. It's a very interesting conversation. Obviously, he got the two yellow cards. That, not great. He's got to be a team leader, so there's that part. Then what is alleged to have happened after... Potentially, he went into the room where the official officials were. Um, you know, you know, he the behavior isn't isn't acceptable for sure. The punishment also not great. I, you know, I guess there are consequences to your actions if those actions have in fact been proven. But there's a little conversation happening on how much is true. So Matt Miazga will not be on the pitch for the next three games. So that means FC Cincinnati will be out without him for this Eastern Conference final. Um, then, of course the end game potentially and then 
the first game of the next season, either first one or two games, depending on how things fare on Saturday. We're going to go ahead and say they, they're winning it, so uh, he would have to miss the first game of next season. He is alleged to have entered the official's locker room post-match, according to the union that oversees MLS officiating. Last week, Pat Noonan said the details were fabricated, saying it had happened almost two hours after the match. So I guess that's really where the like question mark comes into play of how much of this deserves this punishment. As part of his discipline, he's been suspended. The three matches will also undergo behavioral assessment through the league's substance abuse and behavioral health program, and he has had to pay some unknown fine. Yeah, you can't you, you can't go after the officials. No, you cannot. No, they there's a level of respect that they are that is built in, and and no. he knows that as a player. Whether it's on the pitch, whether it's after the game, whether it's two hours after the game, and like we mentioned, there's video of this somewhere. So clearly, the powers that be felt this was warranted. That right. It's got to hurt you, and it's going to hurt the team, going to hurt the city. Um, but they've won without him, at least the last game. We'll see what happens against the Columbus crew. One and one against them this year. Everyone, Hell is real. Everyone will step up. That's all you got to do. Next next man up. I'm sure we'll see a very emotional Pat Noonan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing a presser here in the next couple of hours, so be on the lookout on WLWT for his comments on that suspension. All right, we're going to wrap this up before we dive deeper down this hole, as uh, Kelly and I tend to do when we're left to our devices. Let's go fun that way. Oops. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>